Hi, and welcome to the Organize for Success podcast, the show where we provide home organizing and productivity tips so that you can get your home and life organized and stay organized. I'm your host, Kathy McEwen. Okay, so let's talk habits. Did you know that having a clutter-free and organized home has a lot to do with our daily habits? It's not always easy to create and stick to habits. We try to do a task, we do it for a few days, and then we stop. Forming habits can be challenging and time-consuming. So that's why I wanted to do this episode, which I'm going to go over how to develop habits that will last. According to a study that was done with Duke University, 45% of the activities we do in a day are already a habit. So let's think about it. We get up in the morning. Um, Most of us are still waking up, but we have managed to maybe put a coffee on, have a glass of water, take the dog out, maybe get in the shower or brush your teeth. Like all of those things we do are habits. So we set out to make positive changes to our lives and our families' lives with habits, but they can sometimes be difficult to achieve. So I'm going to help you with that and go over these habits that will last, how to develop habits that will last. And these habits, I'm using examples in regards to decluttering or home organizing, but you can use these examples to achieve any habits. It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, to do with clearing your clutter and organizing your home, but because that's my jam, that's what we're going to talk about. Those are kind of the examples I'll give. All right. So I'm looking at here, I'm thinking about what I'm saying, and there's actually going to be seven of them. And it's so funny because I don't know why, but it seems to be seven in all my episodes. A lot of the times I use seven examples and I don't know why it's not my lucky number or anything. It just happens to be that way. But today we are going to be talking about seven ways that you can develop habits that will last. All right. So the first one is to commit to a minimum of 21 days. And there's a lot of statistics out there and they're different on how long it takes to form a new habit. But on average, from what I understand, it takes at least 21 days. So if you want to try something new, it takes 21 days for you to form a habit. So knowing that it will take time to create a habit and understanding that it's a process can take the pressure off of an and improve the odds of forming the habit. So don't give up, right? Know that it's going to take a while. Tell yourself that you're going to commit to at least 21 days. And you don't have to create a bunch of habits in those 21 days. Like start with one or two and make them work and then focus on another habit that you want to start doing after you have got those habits down to a science. So knowing that it takes roughly 21 days or longer, you, I want you to just commit to doing it those days. Because if you commit to doing it every single day for 21 days, whatever the habit is that you want to create, you'll have a better success of it lasting. And that's number one, commit to 21 days. Number two is write it down. So writing the habits you'd like to work on down on paper allows you to look at it daily. Like you can put it in your planner, your daily planner if you want, or a sticky note. You can put it on your desk, whatever you want to do. 
Um, but if you write it down, then you're more likely to remember it. And that's kind of how our brains work, right? So our brains decide what to keep and what to throw away in our brains, right? They decide what we're going, what information to keep and what to throw away. But when you write it down, you have a better chance of it being remembered. And keep it written down where you will see it. So for example, if you want to get in the habit of starting to make your bed every morning when you wake up, then have a sticky note with make bed written on it and keep it somewhere in your bedroom that you will see it every morning. And then once you've got that habit down, then you can throw that sticky note away. But write it down because you're more likely to remember it if you write it down and especially if you've got it visible uh, so you can see it. Uh, number three is don't worry about perfectionism. You've probably heard me talk about this before because this is what I struggle with uh, is perfectionism. But if you're trying to make the habit perfect, you're trying to do something perfect, it may discourage you and even force you to give up altogether. So you may not last that 21 days if you're trying to be perfect. So come to terms with the idea that you may not complete your habit perfectly every day. And you know what? That's okay. It doesn't necessarily have to be perfect every single day, but at least try doing it every day. Forming a habit is a process. So embrace the process with all its ups and downs along the way, because it may not be, you know, a straight line to the finish line. It may not be like that. You might have up and days, up and down days. But perfection is not the key to success. Doing the work and staying positive about your process will help you win in the end, right? So stay focused and keep doing it, but it doesn't have to be perfect. Number four is to stack habits. And I'm not sure if you've ever heard of stacking habits, but what you do when you're stacking habits, you're going to build your new habit on something you already do. So for example, if you get up and make coffee first thing every morning, then you can add to, you can add something to that routine. So like, can you add maybe that you will unload the dishwasher before or after you make your coffee every day? Like, I don't know if you need to unload the dishwasher every day, but this is just an example. So we're stacking the habit every day you get in the habit of making your coffee and you've got that habit down. No problem. You know, every day you do that, you make a coffee every single day, but what can you stack with it? So maybe while you're making that coffee, you can unload the dishwasher right after, or you can do it before. And then it kind of adds to your habit of making coffee. So coffee will remind you that you also have to do the other task, whether it's unload the dishwasher, whatever you want it to be. Or you can add that you will tidy up the kitchen counters after you make your coffee. You know, that's something that you can maybe try. So, you know, okay, I'm going to every day, I'm going to make my coffee. And then when my coffee's done, I'm going to make sure my kitchen counters are tidy. You can do whatever's best for you. But think about how you can create a new habit that is part of something you already do. And the formula for stacking habits is when I do X, I will do Y. So when I make a coffee, I'm going to make sure my kitchen counters are clear. Um, or I'm going to unload the dishwasher. So that's just an example of how to stack habits. Number five is make the process of forming a habit fun, right? Make it more fun because sometimes we don't want to do these habits. We, it's not a fun habit to do. So how can we make it more fun? 
Well, you can start by rewarding yourself when you've completed your habit. So for example, if the habit you're trying to form is um, I'm going to start doing a kitchen cleanup every morning to make sure everything on my kitchen counters are put away. And then after you do your kitchen cleanup, take time for yourself Do reward yourself by taking time for yourself, maybe grab a cup of coffee, um, sit in your favorite chair, take a few minutes to relax, uh, maybe do a crossword puzzle, take a few minutes to do a cross crossword puzzle, or maybe read a few pages of your book. But what do whatever makes you happy, even if it is only for a few minutes, because I know some of you're going to think, Oh, I don't have time to do that. Well, you know, it doesn't have to be a long reward. But it could be something just to, you know, help you uh, create that habit that will last because you know that, you know what, once I've done this, once I've got the kitchen clear up done, when I say kitchen cleanup, it's uh, basically you're going to tidy up your kitchen counters and then you can reward yourself. Or what you could do is you can do something you like while you're doing the habit. So while you're creating a new habit, you can maybe do something at the same time. So for example, if you want to get in the habit of tidying up your living room and dining room area every day, every day you want to make sure that you do a quick tidy up of your living room and dining room, then maybe you can throw on some music while you're doing that tidy up, or maybe you can throw on your favorite podcast while you're tidying up. Hey, you can even listen to this podcast while you're tidying up, but it'll just make it a little bit more fun. So if you're saying to yourself, you know, I want to get in the habit of spending 20 minutes every day tidying up um, or 30 minutes, whatever it is that you want to do, make it more fun by throwing on some music or listening to podcasts. So that is number five, where we make the process of forming a habit more fun. And number six is track or measure your habit. So how do you track a habit? Well, you could grab a piece of paper and write Monday to Sunday on it. Um, and every time you do, a, you could probably would have to do 21 days to start. So you maybe do three weeks, you write down Monday to Sunday, three for three weeks. And then what you do is you put a check mark every single time you do your habit. So every time you complete that habit that you want to, to um, last and create a new habit, then you're going to put a check mark beside it. And that is actually a really good idea if you have time to do it, because it will remind you, it's a kind of like a reminder that you need to do that daily habit. And it will show you also how many times you have completed it. So keeping track of it. And you know what, it only takes a second to make the check mark beside it. So, you know, seriously, it's something that would take a second to do, right? So you should have time. <laughs> I don't think that should be a, a problem for you because you do your habit, you check it off. You can also take before and after pictures. That's another way of measuring your habit and your because that's going to show your progress. And when working with clients, that when I'm working with my clients, they often send me a before picture and then I give them suggestions on how to tackle that space. Then they show me an after picture. And that also helps with accountability and shows me how they are doing. But it's also a great reminder for them to see the progress they are making. And I'm so proud of the progress my clients are making. And I want them to be proud of themselves as well. So sometimes taking a before and after picture is a reward for them because they're going to be able to see and measure how their habit is 
forming, right? So now it's funny because I've had some clients say they don't like to take before photos because they don't want to be reminded of how cluttered their homes were. And I get that. So even though sometimes I suggest a before and after photo, because that way you can see your progress and you can, you know, track and measure it. If that's not for you, that's okay. If you're feeling like I really don't want to take a picture of this before, um, that's okay too, right? It's up to you. But for many people, uh, they, when they see the progress they have done, they're proud of what they've accomplished. And so that's one way of tracking and measuring your habit. Number seven is find an accountability partner. And I find it is always easier when you're trying to form a new habits to have someone to keep you accountable. So do you have a friend or a family member that can help you, you know, maybe say, you know what, every day I want to start, um, I don't know, sweeping my kitchen floors and I want to make sure they're done every single day. So do you have somebody who can help you be accountable for that? And if not, hey, I can help you. And I am taking on a few one-on-one clients at this time. I only have a few spots available because I already have clients I'm working with right now, but I do have a few spots available. And the clients that I'm working with right now are rocking it. I am so proud of them. I'm actually doing a five-day sprint right now. And I've had clients tell me that it would take them years to get done what they got done in five days. So they are loving the way their homes are becoming clutter-free. I even have clients told me that it had been years since they had their kitchen or bedroom clutter-free and organized. And I'm so proud of their progress they are making. So if you want to have a clutter-free home like my clients are having, you know, and you want that help with um, accountability, but not only accountability, it's also I am giving uh, instructions and educating people on how to actually get the place organized, their area organized. So if that's something you're interested in, then by all means, reach out to me. Um, because I've helped so many people, uh, hundreds of clients over the years, because I've been doing this for 10 years. So I have helped so many people. And I would love to help you as well. So if you want my help, then send me a message on Instagram at Kathy Organizes. If you're on Instagram, Kathy with a K, K-T-H-Y Organizes with a Z, yes. Um, or you can find me on Facebook under Kathy McEwen. You can just send me the word five-day sprint if you want, or you know, send me a quick message saying I could use some help, and then I can chat with you about it. Or if you want, if you're not on Instagram or Facebook, then you can hop on my website. This is also an easy way to reach me. Just go to kathymcewan.com, K-T-H-Y-M-C-E-W-A-N.com slash contact and shoot me a message there. I would love to help you have a clutter-free and organized home. So reach out anytime. And that is it for this week. So what I'll do is I'll just go back over them really, really quickly. Number one is to commit to at least 21 days. Number two is to write it down. Number three is to don't worry about perfectionism when it comes to your habits. Number four is to stack your habits. Number five is make the process of forming a habit fun. Number six is track or measure your habit. And number seven is find an accountability partner or someone who can help you with the process. All right. So that's it for this episode. I will see you next time.